Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. And uh, thank all of you for being here from all over the world. We are, we are just, I mean, every single week, I'm just, like, I can't believe you guys keep showing up and honor us, honoring us with your presence. And we are so grateful. We put a great deal of time and effort into this program. Uh, we do it to bless you and for no other reason. And if we can do it better, let us know. We've changed many things on the program, by the way in response to feedback that we get, and that's true with everything we do in the Healing Codes, not just this program. Um, the, what we're going to talk about today, to me, is very simple, but I would not say it's simplistic. Some of the greatest truths, uh, timeless, foundational, world-changing truths, are simple, but not simplistic. And, and I believe that may be the case with, with what we're going to talk about today. It's also something uh, very, very personal to me, um, which you will, you'll hear why in, in a few moments. You know, it's interesting to me, in, in my years of counseling and therapy, I, would, uh, I was talking to people who, uh, by their own admission, had problems. Okay, that's why they were there, because they had problems. And some of them were, you know, just, just kind of keeping them from being as happy as they could be. And some of them were like life-altering, paralyzing problems. Okay? And so we would start talking and uh, visiting, and I'd ask questions and all, all that sort of thing that you'd be familiar with in counseling and therapy, whether you've done it or not. And inevitably, I would uh, start asking them questions about, you know, has anyone in your life made a positive difference in your life? And it, it's amazing to me, folks, uh, because I never visited with a single person who did not have at least one person in their life who had made a big-time positive difference in their life. And the instant, very often up until that point, you could see a frown on their face, a scowl on their face, um, tears not of joy but of, of sorrow and regret and pain and guilt and shame and anxiety and all that sort of thing. But the instant they shifted to remembering that person in their life who had made a positive difference, their entire countenance would change. You would see all of a sudden warmth and love, and, and sometimes they would start crying now, but for a very different reason. And, 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 and then they would say it, yeah, this person. And for some of them, it was only one person their whole life 
that they could say that about. But that one person kept me from filling the blank, going over the edge, having no hope, being in total despair, giving up on my life, doing something that would that, that, that would have uh, ruined the rest of my life, or they pulled me out of the pit, or I'd, I thought my life was over until that person. And um, I always loved, that was one of my favorite parts of counseling and therapy, was hearing those stories from these clients who were there because their life wasn't working, okay? And, and, and let me add this, too. Outside of counseling and therapy, every person I've ever talked to has, has had one of those people as well. And with, with many of those people, it's the person responsible for them being extremely successful, happy, uh, wealthy, um, content, making a, a difference in the world, etc. Okay? So my question to you today is this. Who in your life is waiting for you to be a hero? Think about it. Who in your life is waiting, hoping, searching, praying for a hero in their lives. And, and could that be you to step into that void and reach your arm down and pull that person out of the pit and, and, and make the difference in that person's life? And if they're in a counselor's office or just talking to a friend later in their life, they will light up the instant that they think of you and what you did in their life. Well, I believe that can absolutely be the case and that it's not nearly as hard as you think. Remember, we started saying what we're going to talk about today is relatively simple, in my opinion. But... The first assignment for this week, when you go sit under your tree, is who in my life is waiting for me to become a hero? And I'd make a list. My son, my daughter, my parent, my spouse, my significant other, my neighbor, um, the person at work. Who is it? And, and maybe there's several. I'm going, to de- I'm going to define a couple of terms here. I believe that a hero acts in love in spite of fear and their own problems. A hero is someone who acts in love in spite of fear and or their own problems. In other words, maybe you might say that sometimes they do it afraid, but they do it anyway. Back to counseling and therapy a minute. 
Um, one thing I've talked about on the show a lot is people at the end of their life that I've worked with a lot. I've had the honor of, of working with a good many of those people. And I can promise you one thing. At the end of people's lives, the thing that's important to them is not money and stuff. The thing that's important to them is did they make a difference anywhere? It's their relationships, especially with family. But it is not money and stuff and external circumstances. I guarantee you. So if that's true of, of them, I'm going to step out on a limb today and say that's true of you too. When you get to that place in your life, the thing that's going to be important to you is not going to be money, stuff, and external circumstances. It's going to be, did I make a difference? What kind of difference? And how are my relationships? I've told you the story many times about me and Hope, where she kicked me out of the house, said I can't stand to live with you anymore. And it was during that period of time that we were separated that I feel like God did some spiritual surgery on me. Not that I've arrived by any means. I've still got a long way to go, folks. And I need this stuff I talk about every week more than anybody, okay? But thank God I've come a long way from where I was. And I feel like God taught me Number one, that I didn't have a clue what real love was. And number two, how to start loving hope instead of manipulating her to try to get what I wanted. And it was through that transformation in me that we were reconciled and have been very, very happy Ever since, I don't. I, 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 with all my heart, I don't believe that ever would have happened if that transformation had not occurred in me. So let me ask you a question here: Would you rather have a million dollars or be a hero to your child? Would you rather have a million dollars or be a hero to your spouse? Would you rather have a million dollars or be a hero to a friend that's important to you? You know, I had this happen recently. Um, I have two boys, Harry and George. Harry is 19. And um, just in the last couple of months, uh, Harry and I were talking. And Harry uh, said something to me that was unexpected to me, and and what he said he, what he said was this. He said, "You know, Dad, I've got a lot of friends, and I've been around a lot of my friends and their parents and things like that, and I've been thinking about something for a good while now." And I said, well, "What have you been? What is it? What have you been thinking about?" And he said, what I've been thinking about is I believe you are the best dad I've ever seen. And you are my hero. Well, let me tell you. I hugged him, kissed him, uh, was tearing up, 
uh, all that sort of thing. And a little while after that, when I went outside to pray and thank God for that, I absolutely broke down like like a tiny little baby. I just bawled my eyes out. There's nothing he ever could have said that that would have meant as much to me as that. And, and you know, if you look at if you look at statistics, if you have a child these days, they're going to cost you about eight hundred thousand dollars, and take up all of your free time or most of it. And you know, you might wonder at times, is this really worth it? And and, and when you see a lot of relationships, you might really, really wonder, is this worth it? Well, let me tell you, I would not have taken anything in the world for that. That is a treasure in me now. And so my question is, would you rather have a million dollars or would you rather have someone feel that way about you? Well, I'm here to tell you how you can have that happen. And it's very, very simple. Whatever you're doing, add love to it. Okay? Did you get that? That's the, that's the whole thing for today. All right? Whatever you do, whatever you are doing, add love to it. If you do that and do it consistently with everyone, everybody, everything you do, it'll do two things. Number one, it will transform your have-tos into want-tos. And number two, you will become a hero to almost everyone that you know. Now, in my experience, very few people choose to do this, okay? What the great majority of people do, and it's what I did for most of my life too and still struggle with, is whatever they do, whatever they're doing, they have an almost exclusive focus on the end result. That focus on the end result, according to research from Harvard, puts you into an immediate chronic state of stress and takes away immediately your happiness. On the other hand, if you give up the end result, the stress goes away and you almost instantly become happy. Here's how it works. Here's the difference. Love says, I will sacrifice my time, my money, my energy, my effort, etc., for the good of fill in the blank, no matter what the result. Now, I'm going to I'm going to say that one more time. 
because this is really transformative if you grab hold of this and start doing it. And if we can start a movement of people doing this one thing, what I'm saying today, add whatever you're doing, add love to it, it'll change the world, and it would do it very quickly, okay? But let me say that statement again. Love says, I will sacrifice my time, my money, my energy, my effort, etc., for the good of blank, no matter what the result. Fear and selfishness, on the other hand, says, I will do blank so that I will get blank. And ladies and gentlemen, that is not love. That is manipulation. And that is what I did all of my life, the first two and a half years of my marriage, and it's why Hope kicked me out of the house and said, I can't stand to live with you anymore. When God did his work on me, and I shifted to I will sacrifice for hope, for the good of hope, no matter what the results, whether she lets me come back home or not, whether she ever uh, loves me again, no matter what happens, no matter what her response, I will sacrifice of myself for her, period, no matter what the result. And I'll keep doing it. Up until then, it was, well, I'll do this if she'll do that. I hope you see the difference. So, to become a hero... Just add love.